It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We got to read. We're going to talk a little Cavs. Today's Cavs segment is brought to us by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? Well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com. Slash careers to learn more and just a disappointing Cavs game. I'm so just going to say they that. They may have I'll had that miraculous go. cover there, Mike, but they played like crap again, Jason. Yeah, it was really, really – I'm concerned. I mean, I'm very concerned. They're a game and a half now ahead of the Knicks for the five. And the and way the things are, are trending, fire. the Knicks have won seven or eight in a row. I'm, I'm fearful that the Knicks catch them. And if they do and the Cavs have to go through New York – they're done. I think they're one and done. They're not going to win a road series. And look at the time. I mean, am I crazy that the Cavs have way more talent than the Knicks? I know Jalen yes. Brunson has really exploded. They yes, do. become a star this year. No, but they do. The Cavs should be better. You than know the what Knicks. the difference is? Coach. Tip, well, yeah. Thibodeau. Tibbs is getting every last ounce yeah. of what he has in New York. Well, yeah, in the playoffs. But he also burns quickly. He does. He's kind of like John Gruden. He's, he's going to grind and grind yep. and grind, especially his stars, and they all turn on him eventually. Now, maybe he's learned. Maybe he's learned. I, th- I think I mentioned this story before. When he took a year from coaching, he came to ESPN and worked mm-hmm. with us, and I was talking with him once about, so I know you, you know this isn't your last chapter for coaching. What, what happens in, in between your last stop and your next stop? And he said something really smart. I think I told this story on the air once, but he said, I'm currently – going through a tour of NBA teams. I've got a lot of contacts. I know he went to San Antonio and spent some time uh, with Pop there. But he said, I'm opening up my notebook and figuring out what I've done right and what I've done wrong. And who's telling me this are the programs that I'm visiting that are successful. Mm -hmm. So that always told me that he was open to that because that was always one of the criticisms. He just kills his guys. And I don't know. Hopefully he has learned from that. Hopefully he has adjusted for them. But I'm stunned at what he's getting out of that group because I think you started this segment with the question, I don't know, are they better than us? No. If right. You just look I don't at the think rosters, they are, so it's pretty disappointing. No, right, there's now. More right now there's a game and a half difference in the standings. Right. And the it way feels things like are the trending, gonna catch them. Yeah. they're going to catch them. And if that's the case, it's going to be bad for Bickerstaff because I don't see this team winning a road series no matter who they play on the road. The only thing, I would, say, on the road. The only thing I would say is – it's 82 games and there's ebbs and flows That's and true. it always feels that way. The, the concerning part is they got absolutely railed against Philadelphia on the road. They got railed last night at Boston on the road. And Some those of are the, the top tier teams. The top tier teams. Jason, I was talking yesterday about how when you look at this team now, we got so enamored by their top four guys, which is usually right. That's what it's all about. But the re- the others are such blob they're, players they're, with no upside. Their bench should like. be better than what it is. Yeah, right? And I can't, like, and Rubio's coming off the knee, and everyone kept telling me, like, you can't really judge him this year. It's next year, the first year back from ACL. It is what it is. It's really your second year back when you right. regain your legs. They got nobody with upside on the bench, do they? I mean, Karis LeVert, Ricky Rubio, and Kevin Love coming into the year should have been enough to give you a pretty good bench. Those are three pretty good veterans who, right. should, who should be able to help you. 
Um, and obviously, we know what's, what happened with Kevin. And But they should be better. They should be deeper than what they are. They I, are very top-heavy top and relying on those four guys. Yeah. And I don't like when they play. I know Mikey was talking about this. I don't like when Donovan says, screw it, give it to me and get out of the way. Yeah. Because That's a losing formula. For, for me, the regular, and I've said this before, like I don't care about regular season games. It doesn't matter. And just because, I mean, no one's talking anymore about the games that the Cavs beat Boston in November, right? Remember how excited everyone was right. about, oh, my God, they beat Boston. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, it's November. Like, who cares? Right. Well, now it's March, and everyone's like, oh, my God, look right. at how bad. And we won't be talking was. about these games the, in a month. But the regular season is about building habits. Build good habits because in the playoffs, they're going to get the ball out of Donovan's hands. They're going to double them. They're going to blitz them on pick and rolls. Teams, well-coached teams, are going to take away what you do best. That's standard formula. So now what else do you got? And, and for the Cavs to just every time they get down, they just say, screw it, give it to Donovan, get out of the way. I don't think that they're going to get very far Not playing sustained. that way. I think offensively, they, they're really tough to, tough to watch offensively. To me, I don't know what they're running. I don't, they don't even run an offense. Like, I watch these other teams. There's no pin downs. No one's, no, there's no baseline action. There's nobody running off screens. There's no picking away. There's no weak side action. All it is, is two guards asking for pick and rolls at the top of the key yeah, every play. See, that's a good point. And I actually mentioned that on the text thing when I was texting with our subscribers, which I will do again Monday night. So Against if, the Celtics. Yeah, so if you're a text... If you're a subscriber, if you're a subscriber, right? Is that right, what it Mikey? is? I don't even know if who you're I'm a texting. Subscriber, yeah, we might as well do memberships real quick. So yeah. I'll cut you off, Jason. But for yeah. $1.99 a month, you are a starters tier member. That is awesome. We love our starters tier members. But unfortunately, you don't get to text with Jason if you're just a starters tier member. That is for coaches tier members only for $4.99 wow. a month. Elitist. You get those overtime videos, member nope. shout outs, discount codes for merch, plus the ability to text with Jason during select Cavs games. And sometimes it'll be some other UCSS hosts. And it's awesome. Jason's very smart. Allegedly, he is very smart, and he uh, definitely makes you a smarter basketball fan. By the way, I think we did just add, though, for the 199 members, they get the text with the homeless guy that told Jimmy to draft Johnny Manziel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the 199 the version. But to G's point, I mentioned this on one of those text things. I, 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 listen, I don't study it every single time, but I, I don't see them calling a ton of plays. And it is a lot of times of just – just sort of freewheeling and pick and roll basketball. And that's not always a bad thing, but sometimes I think, especially with young teams, you do need a little bit more structure and you do need call a horn set, call some of these more basic right. and, and, and help some of these guys. If you want, if you want Evan Mobley to get the ball, call some for him, right? You well, know? I've said, I mean, they got to get him touches in the first half. That's, that's it. The, the thing is, is Evan Mo like we keep talking about the rest of the, the bench and all that. When you watch where the Cavs need to be, Darius Garland is around 19, 20 points, 8, 9, 10 assists. Evan Mobley is up around 18, 19, 20 points, 12 rebounds. If they don't get that level of production from him and even Jared Allen, they're not going to win. That's just, they need him to be a guy. Don't we know where this is headed, unfortunately? This is headed to a first round exit and JB getting fired. I mean, that. That's what it feels like. Right. To me. Is, is it headed that way? I don't you know if he's, right now? I don't know if he's fired on a first round exit. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't two collapses in a row. I'll have more to say on. I'm, I'm trying to be patient. Okay. I'll have more to say on this if that happens, but I'm just, I'm warning you now. The uncomfortable Donovan conversations are coming a lot faster than mean? anyone wants to admit. I keep trying to tell people uh, if you ask, I'm going to always be truthful with it. Listen, Collateral damage. If I got a prime time player, I say this about any coach. 
If Miles Garrett want to roll out, guess who I'm getting rid of? Miles Garrett, the pass rusher or the coach? Bye, coach. I can get no, somebody. No, but that's, no, not, but that's not why. That's, that's not, not. It's not. Okay, a so you've situation. teased us. What are you talking what about? You talking about? I, I, well, do not get yourself in trouble, Jason. I will not let you. No, I'm not going to get myself in trouble. But it's out there. No, I think. Listen, he's got three years of control left. So you've got this year, next year, and the year after where you can control him, and then he can leave. So really, you have two years. You have this year and next year, and then yeah. you and then you have one more year of control, and you have to decide if you're going to push all in and play it out and risk the opportunity of him leaving in free agency, or you trade him and recoup as many assets as you can. Right. So you really have this year and next, and that's why I say this uncomfortable Donovan conversation, if they get bounced in the first round this year, is coming a lot faster than people realize. Oh, those- well, that's why I co-sign what Bull said. I, this is not a year that they can't. They absolutely, for their development down the road, they need two playoff series. Yeah, I think they it's just disaster do. if they get knocked because out Because if round. you can't, if you're taking these baby steps of, well, we were a play-in team, but we didn't get a series. We were a series, but we got bounced in the first round. Bye-bye, Donovan. Like, yeah. No. But, but the, the flip side of that There's got to be urgency here. I, I agree. Even if, but like Darius, Evan, and Jarrett is a pretty good that's, a, that's pretty good. They ain't enough. But you pushed all in for Donovan, so now it's so time to go. What, that that see, sped up the clock. That's yes. why y'all missed, you misconstrued what I was saying. What I was saying is exactly what you were saying. He ain't here forever. He, right, right, right. He yeah. here a couple years. And, and so you you put, you put use all of these assets to think about it. If you put the trade up for Donovan, or Donovan Mitchell and Deshaun Watson, them trades look a lot alike when, when you talk about the capital, right? The Cavs gave up a lot in this yeah. deal, including Lori Marketing. So my thing is, if they ain't getting it done this year, that means you got well, next year. Well, I, I think it's a big difference, though, because in the NFL, quarterbacks stay if the team wants them. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Okay, but they still gave up a lot. Yes, uh, agreed. But in Donovan Mitchell's case, we know he ain't playing the rest of his career here. Whereas if Donovan, uh, whereas if Deshaun Watson's good, I assume he's going to play the rest of his career here. Uh, I, I would not make that assumption. I don't no. know that. I would not make that assumption. No. Guys don't force their way out in the NFL like they do in the NBA. Sure they do. Lamar Jackson. He's not forcing his way out. He kind of is. <laughs> He's forcing he their kind hand. of is. He I is. I mean, Watson forced his way out of Houston. Hey, look, man. He did. I need to everybody. Listen. I, I'll be these, stunned if he's not these, their quarterback. Let me tell you about this. These young, predominantly African-American players is not Joe Thomas. They don't care about this that loyalty badge. We we just gave you a, a, a la carte list of what people care about. I'm here to tell you, they don't care nothing about that. They're here to get that bag, 
I hear you. I'm just saying in the NFL, we don't see that kind of movement I'm, like we do in the NBA. I'm telling you, you're about to start seeing that type of movement. Man, the 12 o'clock hour of the Cleveland Sports Show is sponsored by Collie Racing. Collie Racing, your Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. I think we have to change that. The problem with the yellow thing is I can't see it. I just realized that. You have to figure out a new plan. <laughs> I, was, I was kicking him. He's kicking him. Mean, that's that's what we do for everything else, just get in our ear. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so quick. I don't want to. And this is exactly what I didn't want to happen was to stop the conversation. Yeah, there it goes. Get in, get out. But well, well, I, I, well here, here's the thing. Hey, about I get it. The bottom line is yes, they gave up one a lot of the, for One of the guys. points that I, actually McNuggets made this point, and I've thought this a number of times as, as I've watched the Cavs this year, they have a glaring deficiency. Glaring deficiency. We talked about the three all year long. You made the point, McNuggets, in the text chain that they have absolutely no answers when it comes to stopping premier wings that score. And we saw it again last night. And when they, what they do eventually is they, they need to provide help oh on that player. And then you've got guys standing there wide open just dropping but threes all night long. does anybody have an answer long. for premier wings? I, I, it seems worse with this team. Well, the, the, the answer for premier wings is on the ball defense. It, we, the, well, Cavs, we don't, the Cavs be getting blown by. It be straight line dribbles, and then you gotta help, and then you got dudes like Sadiq Bay sitting over there hitting threes, killing, or or Porter, Michael oh. Porter Jr. And, hitting threes, and the Cavs are twenty whatever in three point percentage, and twenty that low threes made. shooting threes don't win the NBA title. No. I I think that team you saw last night's gonna win the championship. I do too, and I, I was convinced of that before, but I'm even more convinced of that I, now. I think this is their year Back against Giannis, huh? I I Boston, they're more of a team. Giannis is the best player in that series. The Celtics are the better team. They have better depth. Are you worried about a rookie coach, though, Jason? That yes. Take you off topic. Yeah. But. No, yeah, a little bit because coaching absolutely matters. And I mean, we saw Ime Odoka do it. He got there last year as a rookie coach, and and we'll see. By about the way, Joe look Mizzou. how I mean his star, his star has has fallen dramatically. Ime, was you? Yeah, hire because, he'll be a coach next year. No, I'm not him? saying he won't be, but it's it's like there's so much talent on that team. Well, it depends like, how they do in the playoffs. Oh, so. yeah, it does. Obviously, yeah. you got to see them make a run, but. I, I, I agree with you, Jay. I think they're going to win the NBA championship. Would you hire him, Jason? Ime Odoka? Yes. Why are you doing that to me, Jay? I just need to. I'm just talking. Knowing what I think I know. Right. Would you hire him? Yes. All right. Yes. You, we, we, we saw how this town responded when the Browns went out and got Deshaun Watson. I mean, there were. There, there is, was more virtue different. signaling over that move than any move I've ever seen in sports, including Araldis Chapman. The Udoka thing. And I don't want to, I, I don't know that I know that I know. So I don't, but I right. think I know, you know, yeah. and I don't want to know, you know, let's stop it. Teams don't care about any of this, but the but player and the coach is good does. enough. They don't, but no, they don't the majority of fans wanted Watson when it happened. I think Udoka is a lot different than Deshaun. A lot different. I agree. I agree. Their situations are, are, are not. It was completely, one. It was one woman compared to. Right. We don't even know how many. I'm just saying that, you know, if the Cavs, I think the Cavs have their finger on the pulse of the fan base. And I think they saw, you could, you, you'd have to be blind to not see what the, I know you say more fans wanted Watson than not, and you're right. But that minority became very well, vocal. What was the fallout? Very fast. What was the fallout? Well, here's There's the no fallout. fallout. Here's There's no the, negative fallout. Here, well, here's the ultimate fallout. Yeah. 
he didn't play up to stay up to what everybody expected him to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, for all those fans that said they've attended their last Browns game, and Which we have no way lie. of knowing how many of them liars, did, how many of them didn't. Ninety-five percent of them are liars. We, we don't know that. That's we my don't opinion. know what. Okay, my that's opinions. that is a yeah. wild speculation, but allegedly, yes. you can you can make that. That's in your yeah. view. Ninety-five percent of them are liars. Yeah. But I'm just saying that for another team in the city to do that, watching the Browns have to go through what they went through, and the thing of it is, if if Deshaun wins ultimately here, that five percent will be on board. Yeah, if that's the number, well, well, they'll we, be on board. Well, we have to be careful but and it not didn't cost the Browns any money. But we, but we also have to care, carefully. There are say, other people you could hire we, as we, the coach. We couldn't. We shouldn't put him in the same situation. Like he was never accused Idoku of any sexual uh, assault or misconduct. Here's what it was consensual. Yes, yes, it was so consensual. Here's what goes a long way with me is Jalen Brown. Um, I think Tatum. I'd have to go back and look. I don't yeah, want to there name were guys that I had to do that story because Boston was here when Brooklyn was getting ready to hire Udoka. So I had to go to Boston shoot around and talk to their players about it. And they were all incredibly supportive of Ime getting another chance. Right. And they know the story. They know what happened. And they all thought right. like he absolutely deserved another chance. I think the reason it fell through with Brooklyn was it was supposed to be a year suspension. And then it was it basically wasn't if they if he went there. By the way, a seven better, games in a, a more right. interesting yeah. a more interesting comparison. I mentioned this in our I don't know if you guys saw this. I mentioned in our text chain. I won't get into a very, very long time, but I mentioned when Trevor Bauer got cut two months ago. I think we all assumed he'd get a job. Well, he don't have a job. No, he, I, I I didn't expect he'd be. Oh, so, I didn't think okay. he'd have a job yet. But I, I do. I, I think by the end of the day, he's going to have a job. I don't know. I, I, yeah, there's I going know. to be a team. I, I haven't sub- heard a single gonna, rumor. There will about be a team in June signing. who or maybe in June who maybe. thinks they're a pitcher away because you know, he's going to stay in shape, but, right? But I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll pitch until July. Yeah, but he hasn't pitched in two years by then. So neither did Deshaun Watson. Ime Odoka will be a head coach in the NBA. Yeah, next but year. I agree. Next that's that's year. a bad comparison. Jay, you said there's a, you said there's a team in June that's desperate for a pitcher. Yes. Why would you think a guy who hasn't pitched in two years is going to be able to help you? Because of his track record, we know what he is as I a mean, pitcher. I mean, the Guardians signed a year or two ago a guy who hadn't pitched in like two years. I forget who it was now. I'd have to go back and look. And I don't think he actually. And this isn't just a mound. guy. No, this no, is a Cy Young Jay, guy. But, yeah, but he, he won. That was in the COVID season, so that's. I, I, he won a. I mean, that, he, that, that's not can, the same thing. It, it's not the it's, same thing. It's sixty games. Everybody pitched sixty games. I know that, but it, to me, it's not comparable to other Cy Young. Well, then you just okay, take so put an asterisk next to it. But he still won it. I know, but. To me, it's took no Shane Bieber's Cy Young away then. I take I take it away too. No, I don't. I don't think it I is. don't at all. I, I, it's not the same. It was apples to apples. It, Everybody I, pitched the same amount. I know yes, that, but, but it's, it's not it's, apples to apples with the other Cy Youngs of other no, years. No, but it was, he was it for a year. He but won. Trevor Bauer overall in his career has been a good pitcher at best, I not a great pitcher. I disagree with that. I disagree many, with that. He had a couple elite years. He two. was elite. He, he was had elite. two and one was I the COVID I said a couple. Two. And one was the COVID year. I'll take it. That's it. There will be a team in June that loses a pitcher, that's desperate, that looks at the the landscape. Because by then, you're 60 games in. Everybody looks around and they go, "Hmm, we've got a shot. I I actually thought he was going to get signed in spring training. I never thought he'd be in spring training. But in the midseason, he's gone three years already. I don't see how he's going to help you. There's too much media scrutiny that will hit you if you bring him in for spring training. We always worry about it. There was media scrutiny on the Browns. It didn't matter. It didn't cost them a dime. It didn't, didn't cost, cost them a dime. Him a dime, but Jason, please tell them that teams consider this stuff. Teams look at the PR they, side of these but moves. They, in the end, that's they, why he's out of the, the league end, right now. They don't care if the player's good enough. They'll well, sign that's, him. That's, that's why it. he's going to get signed. It has to be the juice has to be worth the squeeze, right. and it has to be worth 
the headache and the headlines right. and the, I think and the part protests. Of, I, think if, I think a lot of other players like would have been signed already, but a lot of players hate Trevor Bauer. I think that's part of, he may, part of the reason he, he's not he on the may team. Be, maybe he is done. He's getting older now. He's What is he, 32, 31? I'll just say this, man. It, it, in this society, I, nothing don't matter. You got to do George Santos running around here lying about everything in his life. He's still up there. No, making it loans. doesn't matter. Teams, they don't care. He's still if somebody saw Trevor showing up, you'd be like, yo, you, I did. Listen, I, I, I was John Wayne's my cousin. You know why, he, you know why he slides is because everybody knows that everyone in Washington lies. They, they all lie. lie. They all lie. So, but it's know, not equal. It's not an equal thing. The politicians lie. Eh, some and, some and, lie more than others. And right? that's kind of the deal. Like We know that. When, Jay, the, the joke was, how can you tell a politician is lying if his lips are moving? Jay, this man created, made up everything about his life. That's and, not the same thing. Right. Well, not everything. He made yeah. up things about his life, but there he are other politicians. There are other reference? politicians that said they were war heroes and they weren't. Can we get the fight? Who? Who? Out of them. What's going on? The guy in uh, Connecticut. Uh, 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 the guy in Connecticut. Uh, I'm doing the yellow flag. He's doing the yellow flag. Yellow flag lunch hour of UCSS is sponsored by Collie Grayson. Collie Grayson, your Northeast Ohio now. NASCAR team. <laughs> Fellas, I think it's time for some no fence riders. We have already divided ourselves here on politics. You don't want to argue about politics anymore? That yellow, that yellow card mine. is going to be devastating. Like, <laughs> we need a red card, too. Like, we need a red card. Hold on, Jason. What do you, you asked, you receive, sir. Look at that. You okay. Look at that. You just can't see it behind the background on the cardboard, so we went with yellow, but we may have to make two. Uh, you guys ready for some no offense, riders? <laughs> Let's do it. Rounds sure. off-season edition. I had to call my answers up. I forgot them already. I don't a remember lot, the answer. By the way, I, I didn't besides either. Jason and Tyvis, who agreed on every single answer, Which a lot fun. of disagreements here between us. So this should these be were, fun. These were kind of tough. No, they were. I thought they were easy. I, did you? I I, there were some of these. I'm like, who knows? Uh, yeah, I, I, was I think tough. I know, but. I yeah. thought they were easy. All right, let's go. And this is, this is I'm going to tap myself on the back. Halfway decent producing for once on mine because it's going to lead us right into Mary Kay, who hopefully will have some great insight on What's going on? So question number one, Steve. I mean, the pre-pat yourself on the back before it's been accomplished. <laughs> right. seems well, a these are good off, questions. Go At least the questions. Bull is married. Bull is people today. Time is Paul confident. <laughs> give, me them, give, me, give me your medals back, Marion. <laughs> and I won true or false yesterday, by the way, for everyone who wasn't Did you here. really? I did. Wow. I did. In the worst true or false ever. Oh, ooh. Anthony's questions. Anthony asked the question, was Nick Chubb's combine time the fastest ever by a running back? <laughs> He really did. It's true. <laughs> but we love Anthony. We love it. Okay, question number one. Poor Anthony. They did it last year by acquiring Deshaun Watson. This year, will the Browns make a significant trade this offseason? And, Jay, you said no. Yeah, I did. because <clears throat> Everyone else said yes. My definition of significant is a, pro, uh, an all, a perennial all-pro player. Well, We're not that's, do that. And that's where I think we can debate is what significant what is significant. What is significant? To me, significant is significant. Well, Amari, difference making. Amari Cooper was a significant yes, trade he to was. me last year. Yes, he was. He's never been an all pro. I no, but I would, I would say that, you know, it's like the, we talked about it before, the Supreme Court's definition of pornography. Right. I don't know. I don't have one, but I know it you when know I when see, you it. see it. Yeah. yeah. When, when I, I see the trade, player. like if it's a, like an, this is a the way I, the way I thought of it. If it's a seventh round pick for a guy that most of us have to Google to figure out who he is, that's not, not even that. But it, it can't even be a name that we all know. It's got to be a guy that makes us get excited. It's a difference making player. That's yes. how I think yes. about it. Significant. And I think they will either trade for a starting, a quality starting, a good starting wide receiver, or a good starting defensive tackle. I, I and See, it my, may not be a Pro Bowler. But I think it'll at least be somebody that's now could potentially be. That's a where the definition comes in because I I don't care if they trade for a starting wide receiver, are are that's, that's not hard. Sim- that's not gonna be hard to do. 
because we've got we've you know we've got a lot of room. Yeah, but to if you traded for a, a Brandon Cooks, that's that would be significant. Yeah. Yes, so that's what I'm you, talking about. If they get Cooks, if they level, get Brandon Cooks, I think yes, they will I'm make wrong. that level of trade. I, I, I hope think, they do. I think they have too many needs and too many holes to fill them all in free agency and the, the draft. Yes. Therefore, yes. they have to make a trade. Yes, I agree with you that I they have it. to. I'm just not convinced they're going to do it. I love everything that happens with the Browns with have to on it. I have to get this. I yes. love it. Yeah, <laughs> and they have to do it. They've they got do. too many needs and not enough draft capital to get it done. You're all in so, on Deshaun Watson, it's, and it's a disaster if it fails. You have to do everything you can to make him better and to supplement him on this team both all ways. Right. What's, what's Go, next? Mikey. Now, we Question can revisit number this two. as it happens. We'll Question decide if it's two. significant or That's not. That's right. Yes. Will the Browns cut somebody that sends Browns Twitter into an uproar? I am alone on the fence here. I said yes. Who's Everyone your else player? Said no. Well, I just figured the Browns Twitter goes into uproar on anything. If Kevin Stefanski sneezes, he didn't sneeze the right nah. way. Browns Twitter goes we, crazy. We not very, we not do you have a player in mind? Can you even throw Yeah, I actually do. I, and Jason's going to disagree, but I, I think there's a chance Wyatt Teller is a cut this no season. Chance. Based no on guys they bring in and have too much money. No, he's got too much guaranteed money. He did not have a good no. year last year, but he you can't cut him. He's got mean, it, punitive it, if you do. I mean, and you've just created another hole. Why would you cut? They wouldn't cut him anyway, even if they for some reason want to get rid of him. If, Je- trade him, if Jedrick Wills is getting an extension and Conklin's here for life, Teller's not no, going to Listen, they should not cut him. I'm saying I think if they trade for a DeAndre Hopkins and they have – too much money, and they can't just cut 13 guys for a million each, and they have to look at one of these guys for significant nah, money. They're not I think Teller coming off injury off his worst season as a, as a Brown would be the guy that they would cut. I, I think that's Mike's worst did, take in 10 months. Did JJ3 send anyone <laughs> into an uproar? I don't think no. so. No. And but that was expected. There's was no expected. player bigger than him getting cut. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't see it It's either. okay. I'm, I'm on the low it's side okay. of the It's okay. Stand along, bro. Then again, to fine. be fair to Mike – it would be a move that none of us expected. Right. That would like, get oh, us my God. They just cut. But, but who is – they're not cutting Miles. They're not cutting no. Nick. They're not cutting Deshaun. I don't even know that if they cut Teller, it would force an uproar on Twitter. I don't. We're not Because that, he's not coming off a great year. We're not high on the I, roster. I actually agree with Mike no. that it would, but I don't think there's any chance it's going to happen. It's not happening. No. no. I don't think it will okay. either, but no. I, I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't be in an What's uproar. What's the definition over. of an uproar? <laughs> Fair. Fair. Okay, How many well, people one, have to get angry for it, it to officially be an uproar? It has to be a significant uproar. <laughs> That's so this one, I told you guys before the show, yeah. I didn't want to get into in Stefanski because it was a question. We got into it a little bit. And there is a split here. Will the Browns sign a quarterback in free agency? And we touched on this a little bit earlier, but as the fence be fallen... Jay and I are on one side saying they will not sign a quarterback. I do have a caveat to mine. Now, I don't Jason think they're going to spend a lot of money on a quarterback. I said yes. I, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But I think they're going to – what will happen, in my view, is they'll bring in two undrafted quarterbacks after the draft is over. And I don't consider that signing a free agent. That is not. That's no, that's I not. mean, that's, that's – no, it's not a draft pick. But it's an undrafted guy. That's I mean, not it, a free agent – like a free agent No, sign. you're right. No, He's no, agreeing no, with you. He's agreeing with you. It's a free agent pickup. Yeah, you know, it's it's but but I don't I'm not going to count that as a move to me. It would be you sign a free agent that's existing in the league. I think that's what they're going to do is a cheap veteran, a cheap veteran backup. I would. Yeah, I think. And and if Kellen Mond proves that he can handle the job all the better. Yeah. And cut the veteran, whoever you sign, if it's if it's not for the guy that he's in Detroit now. We had him a couple of years ago. Oh, 
Uh, I liked the Purdue, him. The Purdue quarterback, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I liked just, him. He's the guy that did the magic trick. Yeah. Oh, his name just Purdue fell out of my quarterback? head. Yeah, I he liked him a lot. He went they to traded him. They traded him and a seven for like another seven or yeah, a six or yeah. something. But I, I liked him. I thought when he played, I thought he showed David Real Blatt. Compo- right. Yeah, yeah. That, I yeah. said Blatt. That yeah. Blatt was it, a Blatt. NBA player. You think it's David Blatt? Yeah, he showed composure. He had a nice arm. He made good reads. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's played some in Detroit and played well, if I'm not mistaken. Does he have a regular season line from last year? Uh, David Blau, give me one sec. Guys, you got to hear this. Dysfunction with a Browns rival is always nice. Doesn't happen very often, but here Ravens. you go. Oh, is the Ravens DaCosta comment? Yeah, so Eric DaCosta, the GM of the Ravens yesterday, said, talked about why they've had a problem with wide receivers for right. Lamar. And he said, if I had an answer, that would probably mean I would have some better receivers. We're going to keep swinging. Well, Rashad Bateman, who was a second-round pick but missed most of last year due to injury, well, I actually think he's a decent player, but he's been hurt. I thought he was really good last yeah. year. This is what he said. It, he tweeted this out in response to seeing the Eric DaCosta comments. Just, uh, I don't know when he tweeted this, uh, about an hour ago. How about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and Lamar? Blame the one you let do this. We take heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happens. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Damn. I mean, Ravens dysfunction. Lamar's pissed. Bateman's pissed. Was Costas Love it. Ozzy's replacement. Yeah. And he pretty much acknowledged that they have a blind spot at drafting receivers. Yeah, he did. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to hijack this whole segment but sorry Mike, but I thought that was worth bringing up there for uh, hijack for a minute I told Bull yesterday Burrow's gonna get done I don't think Deshaun's I don't think Lamar's getting done I think he's really? done in Baltimore I think he's done you said Burrow you think he's gonna get done one of them Burrow's either ESPN done. or Sports yeah. Illustrated ranked the most likely deal to get done at number one was Lamar to the Ravens I don't know what they what insight they have there yeah the, uh, they the, seem very the, confident. The that feeling it was at happen. the combine was Lamar is there is no negotiating going on because well, he's they told, franchise, but him, he's told them five for two fifty, like that's it. I'm not budging off that number. Which is and 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 the Ravens were pissed at the Browns yep. and they were pissed for a reason. Yep. When they did that deal with Deshaun, they were like. You just wrecked the entire league. You just reset the going price. They didn't wreck the entire league. So, well, interest, some guys interestingly enough, Andrew Barry was asked at the combine, do you think this is the standard and is going to be like the new five to ten years from now, these are the norm? The guaranteed part of it. Yeah, and he said no. Andrew said no. He, he said, I don't have a crystal ball. He said that twice. I don't have a crystal ball, but no, I don't think so. And the other thing on Lamar, the scuttlebutt at the combine was Lamar to Atlanta makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, but the, the, the hitch in that is Arthur Blank, Atlanta's owner, who Atlanta was in on Deshaun, is tight with Goodell. Like, they're, they're, that he's part of the in crew, and the NFL lost its mind over the Deshaun contract, so would Blank then give him what he wants and go to that other side? And by side. the way, if Baltimore does, then everything they were critical at Cleveland for, they're guilty of as well. Because, you know, they can buck the trend here, yeah. to your point. You, you know, if, if Barry thinks it's not going to be the new norm, and by the way, I think it is, but if it's not, 
then if Baltimore dives in, this yeah. is much Wait, more likely to become the new didn't trend. Did he have another contract signing? Since, oh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, but Kyler Murray isn't. He wasn't that He's caliber. Not that it has year, not. Though. It has not. But what are you really, talking about? It was around. How, Kyler Murray signed for over two hundred million. The, the, Deshaun, yeah, but it, the guaranteed piece of it is the part I'm talking about. It was one hundred sixty-four guaranteed, and that's the part I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. So since then, Murray has right. not. The, yeah, Lamar. but I don't put Murray in the same class as Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Well. He got paid. I mean, Arizona got, did, and they paid. bet on the wrong pony. Deshaun is one of one so far in well, terms of that contract. Well, here go, here's two and two. So, all it takes is a couple. Yeah. One team. So, so well, now you think Joe Burrow's not going to demand all money. I think, I think Joe's going to take a hometown discount. And if anybody could like. do it, it's him. It's him. Or Mahomes, and, obviously. And I don't know why we didn't connect these. At least I didn't. Yeah. I was told, basically, they took the name off the stadium and sold it to Paycor naming rights to pay Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, that's why they made that deal. So, the, the Paycor money is going right into Joe's pocket. So, but that's going to get Joe, done. I'm sure he's going to say, okay, I'll give you a discount, but you better sign Higgins. Joe, I, it's, it's, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> well, yes. Cincinnati was was emphatic. We are not getting rid of T. Higgins. Yeah. You know, th- what they say, dra- go, go go find your own wide receiver. If you want a receiver, go, go find one here. Yeah, yeah. Don't, look, don't look I here. I love that quote. I love when I did too. stands on a table like that. I, I kind of like what the Bengals are doing and this bravado that all of a sudden they're showing. And if – Burrow is smart. Who's the player he's most been compared to so Brady, far? Brady, of course. Tom Brady. You know, if he's smart, he watched the entire man in the arena. He knows the history. Yeah. And he understands that over 15 years, if you take $10 million less, yes, it's $150 million less. But if you win in that 10-year, 15-year span, you create an empire for life. That's what Brady's done. Yeah. Brady has already capitalized on it monetarily with his post-football contract, how many guys can say that they can enter a field as the highest paid person that's ever done it? Brady is the highest paid NFL broadcaster ever. Right. And he's, he's never, never even broadcast done it. a down. No, that's no. unbelievable. And he's done that by winning and he won by taking less. So Joe Burrow's smart. I think Joe Burrow is yeah. very, very smart. And it's bad news for the Browns because we're going to have to deal with this kid for a yeah, he's long not time. I don't think Lamar is long for Baltimore, but I think Burrow will Spend his career in Cincinnati. I agree. All right, Got two more questions. That actually was a really interesting pivot. Sometimes it works out like that. Question number four comes down to – wait, no. We didn't do three, Steve. Go back. We'll go back. We actually didn't get to three. We kind of did earlier. Will the Browns sign up for agency? Jay is a caveat. You guys said yes. Do we have to go any more of that or we skip it? No, we we talked about it. We did it in full. Yeah. Okay. Then next, question number four. Steve, let's take it right there. Will the Browns spend more money on a defensive lineman or a safety and this was pretty split. Jay and, and myself said safety. Everyone else said D-line. What? You got G. No, G. And G. Bush, G. G. Bush did that. G uh, and me and G. G, you're right. Me and G and, said safety. And the reason, I, the reason I said safety, even though I don't even agree that they, safety is their biggest need, I just think there's so much smoke coming from this Jesse Bates thing. Like, yeah, I, I just, just think that. Like, and we know about the JJ three thing. Exactly. Got to fill that. Yeah. I think Jesse Bates is going to be their big free. And, so. and so I don't agree with it, but I mean, it just looks. Like it can't spend, be their. It can't be their biggest. But I think they're going to spend on both, and the defensive lineman will get paid more. Safety, safety is not a premium position. No, it's not. Either. And, and we know the that line. they are, at, and, and their luck at. Anybody's luck at drafting defensive linemen that come in and have impact right away. It's not an impact position it's right cra- away. It's not defensive. So you got to address no. that either via trade or yeah. a free agency. And I don't disagree with you. They now have a hole at safety, and they have to sign a Bates caliber safety. That's going to be a big dollar. 
but they better spend more money on a defensive lineman or we're in big trouble. I was trouble. doing the math, and between the JJ3 cut and the restructuring of Watson's contract, which we all expect, they're going to have 30 to $40 million to spend, give right. or take, somewhere yeah. in that range. And I think Bates is going to get 15, 16 mil. Well, I don't think they're going to sign Bates. For all that, I don't, is, about it. I, you don't? I, I don't think you don't either. Wow. But I'm just saying that Who's that's my thinking, then? and that's half of their space. I mean, I thought Zach made a great point when I was talking to Zach Jackson about it. from within. You can find a starting safety in the fourth round. It's just not a it's not a position of of premium. The Chiefs seem to do that all the time. They yeah. got to spend money on wide receiver and defensive line. I, that's where they got to spend their money. Yeah, I agree, 100. Yeah. percent All right, last one. Will the Browns draft a wide receiver? with their first pick in the draft, whether or not that's pick 42, they trade up, they trade down, just their first pick. Tyvis and Jason said yes, and mm. Jason's died on this hill before. The rest of us logically said no. Jason? I think there's, I think they stay at 42, and I think there's a lot of depth and talent, and you can find an impact receiver in the second round. By the second round where they're picking, you probably get maybe the fifth or sixth receiver off the board. But if you're going D-line, you're probably looking at 11 or 12 off the board in terms of depth. And I understand every draft is different. Uh, but I just think that there's a lot of value at the receiver position in the second round. I think that's where they go. I just think the, the smart, you know, the Browns, like most organizations, are best player available. And so the odds are it's not going to be one specific. I'd rather bet on the field than one specific position. Yeah, I, I would too. Um, the other thing too is we talk about the Ravens, uh, you know, having a blind spot in the draft at wide receiver. I know that DPJ was a hit late, but that was, I don't even count that. Where they spent their most draft capital, they have swung and missed so badly that they could have reloaded and swung and missed again. It was, I mean. But I it just, was also third round and below. You have yeah, better odds of hitting when you're, better, you, when you're using you the do, second round You do, but a third round receiver pick should be a difference maker. I agree. He should at least be able to get on the field. I agree. Schwartz couldn't get on the field. Difference maker. And now I'd Bell take, couldn't get I'd on take the field. Playable. I would I would too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you count well, the snaps between Schwartz and Bell last year. Yeah. Now, I, I'm, Schwartz, I think we're all riding off. I'm willing to give Bell certainly another opportunity uh, for a full year. Man. But I'm completely done with Schwartz, and my confidence in Bell is obviously I, I pretty mean, well. these, these, you, you can look at them and tell them they ain't no, they not no difference makers like that, man. The Browns ain't never – I said it before. You name me one receiver. We like names. I know. Please don't say Webster Slaughter and Langhorn. I get it. I like those guys, but we talk about top flight dudes. There has never been anybody that the Browns have drafted with their hands on process, developed, and turned into an all pro. Josh Gordon did it for one year. One year Nobody else. All our best receivers usually come from free agency. Oh, they haven't had many of those either. And we even had any of those, right? It's just no. it, Dante Stallworth comes to mind. I mean, if you say all pro, you're you're talking about like you know, but top tier even, guy, but even Pro Bowl, even you're Pro Bowl, like a top, even a top ten wide receiver, I like mean, top, the, yeah, top ten. I, yeah. I'm not top fifteen even. Yeah. So one the Browns year, haven't had. Who have they drafted and developed been a top ten receiver? I mean, Braylon Edwards had one year. Uh, you had uh, Josh Terrell, Gordon certainly did. For Josh Gordon had games. one year. Terrell Pryor had a year. He had a but thousand. But even he, he wasn't a top played, ten receiver. But I, I, again, I'm assuming that they're going to stay. And, and Zach disagrees with me. Zach thinks they're trading out of 42. I think they stay. Trading down again to go up uh, to go down. <laughs> oh, to do God. what? But, well, that's what they do. But I think they stay at 42. That's worked well for them. Yeah. But but my point is they took Schwartz. I just looked it up. Schwartz. No, I forgot. Schwartz was 92. I think Bell was 99. The caliber receiver you should get at 42, they could screw this up, but theoretically, 
should be – I mean, George Pickens is what we're talking about at 42. That's not going to be there at 92 or 99. Well, I, I look at it this way. If they're going to do that, fine. They still need – that could be a second-tier guy. But I still need another big splash. That can't be their biggest move. That can't be the, the move. That can't just be the guy they're bringing in. I, I, when we look at the area of that they're desperate in, to me, it's so easy defensive line. It, wide receiver is an area of need, but defensive line is like the the house is on fire. It's it's a need. It's oh, for sure. Desperation. And I think that's where trade and free agency comes in. I did see a mock draft the other day. From uh, it was either PFF or from McShay, with four tight ends going in the first round. Well, that's which kind of is the, the best thing possible for the Browns. Sure, because teams receivers. that need pass catchers, those pass catchers are going to drop further and further down in the draft, which totally gives the Browns something special at 42. And before you do special, that, before, before you do that on the tight end front, really quickly, um, this is the, tr- the that's the trend. That is the impact position in the NFL. The Eagles had a solid t- uh, tight end. Yeah, Obviously, the Chiefs. Forever. The Chiefs had a terrific tight end. There are some tight ends coming out, though, that they're saying know, are NFL ready right now. But they said Kyle Pitts was going to be great. He's done nothing well, so Well, Pitts far. was a swing and a miss. I mean, you're right. I mean, they did say he I'm not writing him off. I think that's more I'm not writing him off yet either because he hasn't right. had a quarterback, but. It took Njoku a little bit of time, It takes tight too. ends time yeah. to develop. But it's still, I'm, I'm just saying, when you look at the great, te- the great teams, you know, the, when Brady and Gronk, now it's Mahomes and and Kelsey. Yeah. I just think that, you know, and I think we've got our guy in in uh, Njoku already. The 12 o'clock hour of UCSS is sponsored by Collie Gracing. Collie Gracing, Northeast Ohio's sports team. We want to bring in Mary Kay. Yes. Mary Kay's ready. What's up, Mary Kay? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi, Mary Kay. Settle this for us. Um, draft pick first for the Browns. Uh, are they going in with a strategy of either DL or wide receiver? I'll tell you what. It depends on what happens in free trade market. If you end up with uh, the guy that you want, uh, you know, to start for you at defensive tackle in free agency, that frees you up in the draft, and you don't, don't have to get that guy. So uh, it all depends on what happens over the next, I would say, four weeks or so, just in terms of who becomes available, who you can sign, or who you can trade for. I think it's interesting in the NBA. They do free agency and then the draft. Right. Whereas in the NFL, they do the they do. No NBA does no, draft. No draft. I flipped and then that. Free agency. I, right, right. Draft yeah. and free agency. Whereas the NFL does free agency and then the draft. So I, I wonder why the NFL hasn't considered going the other way. But Mary Kay, uh, I, I think. And by the way, Mary Kay's third straight guest. Uh, three days in a row, we've had somebody from the combine. I, it is so hard to predict what a team is going to do, period, let alone at this time before you know. Are you anticipating? We, we've been saying, and I've been saying consistently, Browns went all in on Watson, obviously. They've got to spend whatever they got to do to make the team as good as possible around them because they've got to win this year. There's no more wait till next year. It's got to be this year. Do you expect them to be aggressive trades and free agency? It's aggressive football team it's an aggressive front office so yes i expect them uh to be aggressive just the way that they have been uh since they arrived on the crowd's doorstep in 2020 andrew barry has established he's very very aggressive when it comes to acquiring players and making trades obviously i mean what's more aggressive than going out and getting deshaun watson right so uh, it's not going to stop uh, just when they are on the brink of a comp but they so you can expect them uh, to be as aggressive as possible uh, in this upcoming acquisition season and to do everything that they can to get where they want to go. Most importantly, did everybody behave last night? 
<laughs> it was a late night, as you can see by the dark circles under my eyes. Um, <laughs> Without me there to it, chaperone it was, and babysit everyone, did everyone that's, behave? That's your job, yeah. <laughs> You're all it doomed a, if he's the very, babysitter. Yeah, it was a very late night, and then I forgot I had eight um, eight radio this morning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that came, that came around very, very quickly. Mm. But as you guys know, as Jason knows well, you know, you got to get out there. You got to work. Uh, you know, you got to work the uh, the late night hours uh, to talk to people and you know to run into people. In fact, we saw um, Joe Woods out late last night, so that was that was kind of good. We got a chance to uh, talk to Joe and run, you know just kind of catch up with him on some certain things, and uh, and it was cool. Did you learn anything that you can share? No, you know what? I'll tell you what. First of all, Joe Woods is a really great guy. He's a really nice, nice person, but he's also a very much of a company man, and he knows uh, exactly what to say and not to say in those situations, regardless of what time of night it is or where you are or what the setting is. He knows how to handle himself in those situations. He's one step away from, uh, you know, being a head coach someday once you rise to the coordinator level. So uh, he just had nothing but good things to say about the, the Cleveland Browns and about all the guys on that defense, and uh, he was very, very proud. You know, just wished he could have the job done. He felt they were very, very close, and that with a couple more pieces, they'll be right where they need to be. All right, so I gotta, I gotta confess to my blunder, although it was not my fault the other night. So we have this big group dinner at Harry and Izzy's with all the Browns writers, right? And Ashley Bastock, who works at Cleveland.com with Mary Kay, had texted me before we got to Indy and said, oh, we have this dinner set up for like 9.45 or something for one of these nights. And I said, like texted her, making fun of her, saying, silly grasshopper, I took care of this last month. I have a table for 10 for us at 7.30 on Tuesday night. All are welcome to come. I get there at 7.30, I strut up to the podium and said, table for 10 for Lloyd. And they said, "Uh, Mr. Lloyd, that reservation was canceled. Harry and Izzy's in Indy during the combine week for a table for 10. It's, I, I, I don't know how it got canceled, but they did not have our reservation. So wow. Ashley can't already so, canceled her reservation? Well, well it was, this was a different night. This oh, was, oh. So, like, now I'm looking at these guys going, and, like, you know, I'm like. You're not getting a table at Did that you point. ever figure out how it got canceled? I have no idea how it got. And I'm, like, showing everyone, like, look at, look at, here's the confirmation number, guys. I'm serious. So, Mary Kay and Ashley were both working really late. But the other guys were starving, and, it, and we actually had to wait an hour. I can't believe we got in as fast as we did. So we went to Hooters, and I had to buy beers for everyone at Hooters. <laughs> is it possible? That was his plan the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, is, that was Jason's possible, plan from the get-go. You said, it might have been his plan, but I think it's also possible that Jason was so drunk the night before no. that he drunkenly called the restaurant and no. said, Screw you! Cancel the reservation! <laughs> Absolutely not. You know Absolutely what? You, you got not. played. Someone knew that you were making a reservation, yeah. and they needed one, and they said... They called first and said, yeah, I'm calling on a Lloyd reservation. (laughs) I need to cancel that. They took that off the books. But they said it was canceled electronically, which didn't make any sense. Oh, wow. It all worked out. Actually, Mary Kay and Ashley didn't get there until, what, 8.30 anyway. Right when we sat down, they showed up like 15 minutes later. So it worked out perfectly for them. But everyone else is like, Lloyd, that's the last time you're in charge of anything ever. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, once once uh, Ashley and I discovered that you guys had to spend an hour over at Hooters and that the the drinks were on Jason, uh, we knew that there, there was a little bit of strategy to this, and we're not buying the canceled story at all. So, you know, 
I wouldn't either. <laughs> Mary Kay, is there a is there a developing storyline from this year's combine? Something that maybe wasn't expected to be a big story, but has become one. No, I mean, we kicked it off, obviously, with sort of confirmation of what we've known for a long time that John Johnson three, you know, I'd been trying to shade it that he, you know, he was probably going to be gone, knowing that that was uh, really probably going to be the case. But, you know, I kind of had to couch it a little a little bit by saying that, you know, sure, he could be traded or he could be restructured. But who's going to. Uh, you know, take on a $13.5 million contract when, you know, you're pretty sure that the Browns are probably going to have to do something uh, with him anyway. So, you know, it's just that kind of thing is watching over the next two weeks to see how they get under the cap. Now, I don't think there will be big departures like that in terms of name guys. There could be a trade here or there, uh, but I don't expect that you will see the core of this football team broken up any more than it is right now. I don't think there's going to be a blockbuster trade for, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of different names kicked around. I just don't see any of those things happening. Mary Kay, what is the what position is going to have the biggest upgrade or the biggest name in offseason? Um, is it going to be at a receiver, maybe linebacker, defensive lineman, edge rusher, safety? Safety's come up, you know, this is Jesse Bates talk now. Where do you see the biggest name dropping for the for the Browns this offseason? Well, I'll tell you what, I don't think it's it has to be an either or situation. I think the needs on this football team are pretty clear, and I think that they will uh, set about filling those needs as best they can uh, in this upcoming acquisition season. And, you know, we know what those things are. They have to get a really good defensive tackle. They've got to get a really good number two edge, and they've got to get a really fast receiver. Those things, they have to do that. And safety, yeah, with John Johnson leaving, uh, they need that too. I wrote the other day uh, that Jesse Bates, the Bengals' Jesse Bates, is on the radar. Um, I'll be writing a little bit more about some guys that I think are radar at these other positions uh, very soon. And um, But they will go out and will try to fill these positions. And what they don't end up getting in free agency and trades will certainly fill in the, the gaps with, you know, with the draft. But, you know, you know, everyone always asks me, what's more important, you know, the defensive tackle or the wide receiver? I think they're both important. Right. I think you have to give Sean Watson another really good weapon, uh, if for no other reason, because Amari Cooper, uh, you know, he's got a core muscle injury. And if he doesn't get that repaired at any time next season, you know, that could flare up on him. And then he's, you know, not as fast as he usually is. So I just think that You've got to really be on top of that and, and give him at least another really good Pro Bowl caliber target. And um, but, you know, you just can't end up without a defensive tackle over these next two months. Mary Kay, two years in a row, they've had to move on from their top free agent signing Austin Hooper last year, JJ three this year, dead cap money, a significant amount of dead cap money tied to both. You've covered this league a lot longer than I have. Why does it seem that they do better on the margins in free agency than they do with their headline guys? I think of Ethan Posick was a home run. I even give him Malik Jackson on a one-year deal, served his purpose and did well. But it seems when they shell out big money in free agency, they don't get the return that they should. Is that normal when you're just running the risk of free agency? Or I, I just don't get why they do better on the margins than they do on the big spends. Well, first of all, uh, I, I think it has something back that if, if you are that good, 
uh, and and that valuable, your team is going to try to find a way to keep you. They're going to yeah. do anything that they can. They'll clear cap space. Uh, they will do whatever they need. If a big name player, uh, if someone is parting with a big name player, then usually there is some red flag in their past or there's something uh, that makes their current team decide that they don't need them anymore. Uh, now, it's not like that. I mean, sometimes you have to let good walk, like in the case of Ethan Posick. I mean, there's a very good chance that, you know, he's going to hit the jackpot and go somewhere else. Uh, but a lot of times when you do end signing, there was a, a pretty good reason why uh, the team was willing to let him walk. So you have to be careful of those. And sometimes you don't know what those things are until you get them in the building and then you find out, oh, well, this is why that didn't work out. Um, but then the other thing is, like with a, a JJ3, his dead cap hit will only be a little bit over $3 million, $3.75 million uh, if he's a June 1st designation. And that's in the grand scheme of things. That's not horrible. That's, that's not like really, really bad in terms of. Uh, you know, free agency and the money that sometimes flies out the window. Mary Kay, yes, uh, the last two days, both Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski, who usually give nothing in press conferences, pulled the curtain back a tiny bit and were a little more forthcoming than they generally are. I'm not talking when they talk with you or Jason one on one, but like in these public settings. Uh, do you think that was on purpose or coincidence? Well, here at the NFL Combine, in addition to the podium interview, you then get a 15-minute sort of sidebar interview, which is just supposed to be for uh, Browns writers. And for the part, it is that. Sometimes, you know, somebody else will step up in there. But uh, for the most part, that's just, uh, you know, him, them and us. And so it lends itself to getting all of your questions. It lends itself to a little bit more flow uh, in the interview. And uh, and so you can get them to open up a little bit more that way. It's just way different than sitting in Berea with them up at the, uh, you know, at a deck. You know, it's just that and, you know, us trying to squeeze one question in in a 20 minute press conference or whatever. So uh, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Thanks, Mary Kay. Great stuff. Enjoy the rest of your time in Indy. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mary Kay. Safe travels home. Thanks, guys. So All right, Mary you, you've Kay lost Cabot. your title as entertainment coordinator on these travel things. What happened? Did you they got you, dog. Maybe I you have, got hacked. I have no idea what happened, hey. but it was like all the blood fell out so of my head. I, it, one of the tricks that restaurants will play is they will hold back tables for the A-list right. guest that walks in late. Are you saying Jason is not A-list? No, here's, what I, here's, what I'm, here's, <laughs> here's my fear what happened. Yeah. They got a call after Jason made his reservation. Yeah. And the call was placed by Andy Reid, and he said, "Look, I know this is late, but I got I I need a, I need a ten top. Yeah. Me and the rest of the walruses and, need and, to come and, in. And yeah, and Andy's a big eater, so they know they're yeah. going to get a big bill out of out of them. <laughs> and they looked at it and they were like, "Can we? How do we pinch? Who's this Lloyd guy? Who's Lloyd? <laughs> Who's Lloyd? Hey. What team is he affiliated with? I don't know. I'm, well, Andy Reid, right? Christopher right. Lloyd, Jason Lloyd. I don't know." Let's let's make room and we'll just bite the bullet let, on Jason and we'll tell him let, that you're ready. Let, let me tell, let me tell all, all my brothers out here. Let me just give you a little sidebar. See, this is the difference between white people and black people, right? <laughs> there is a couple of things that that really go to a, to a, a man's soul, right? Like when you trying to set something up, 
and your moves and you got the bottle of wine and you trying to really have your people over. This is a business meeting. There is nothing wrong. This is nothing much that's more devastating than Jason Lloyd getting up there and be like, I got my team with me. <laughs> I got the people with me. I'm big here. <laughs> and they tell him he got his stuff electronically declined. <laughs> that is a that is a heartbeat. You're like, whoa. Like, like I looked at JJ was like, Oh, that's brother. I, I feel for you, brother. Yeah, that's the but, worst thing that can happen. Yeah, no, the worst thing that can happen is they come back to the table after you credit card. Oh, there's ten people you throw your credit card in. This happened to me on, on an ESPN. It was my fault, by the way. It is, <coughs> I didn't know it. Yeah, I put it down. Thinking, yeah, okay, ESPN's yeah. nickel. Yeah. Um, Mr. Crawford, I'm sorry, the card was declined. Woo! I had to put it on my personal one and get reimbursed. Did anybody uh, try to say, no, Jay, let me pay? Hurt oh, yeah, heart. everybody did. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then, thank God, the waiter yeah. said, you know, I'm looking at this now, and it says the expiration date is 417, oh, whatever. Right. And it and we were 517. It was yeah, one yeah. month. Mm. Yeah. But and And it hit me. You know, I oh, remember getting a piece of mail yep, that yep. said it was yep. and that they weren't just going to send the card automatically. Right. I had to do something right. and I didn't. And it was all my fault. Hurt by the way, heart. oh, by dude, way. I was gutted. You, you wanted to I get, was you, you wanted to get under the table. <laughs> by the way, when, it was want to get away. When, <laughs> when G Bush and I went for dinner with Leroy Horde and, and Bernie and Jason Duffner and Metcalf, who showed up like three hours late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you and I were not putting our credit cards out. <laughs> No, no, I've never played credit card. Leroy, was, Leroy was like, I got it. I'm and I were like, no problem. Yeah. Have, <laughs> I'm have not any paying of you that thousand dollar bill. Card roulette? Uh, no, uh, no. And so I've won and I've, I've, I've lost. I've won more than I've lost because it's usually the way I always do it is just one for one. Now, sometimes we say, well, we'll take two. Hey, hold on. And if there's eight people, then you're responsible Wait, for half right, of Well, it. let me ask you this. Let me there ask you this. There you go. I like right, this. Here we, we go. Real let good me ask you this. Rules. I was, this these reminds rules. me of a situation when my wife and I had been dating a couple of months, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is uh, 2009. We went out to lunch with some of her, like a, fr- a couple of her friends, and then a couple. So it was like five couples, right? And at that time, I was making no money. Right. You know, I, my career was a different place than it is now. Sure. So, you know, I, whatever. But like, so we, we go out and every it's it's it was lunch. And usually when you go out with a group, I, most of the time we all split it, yeah. you know, especially if not everybody knows each other. We all split it. Right. Maybe you get separate checks, whatever. But we were going to split it. But then as the like, I don't drink. Right. Yeah. My wife doesn't drink. Yeah. We didn't have a drink. They're drinking bottle of wine, bottle of wine. Bo- yeah. And I'm saying, to my, I'm saying to my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, well, you shouldn't have to pay equal share. Sure. Now we did because yeah. I didn't want to. You didn't want to be that guy. I do. I know, but, but listen, don't you, I feel like in that I've case, I've been in that case too. Now there's big been, wine drinkers. Yeah. Now, you know, listen. If the food prices are different, okay, fine. It's a little bit. Yeah. But if they're spending a couple of hundred dollars on wine, which I'm not participating in. I feel like I shouldn't have to contribute to that. I'm with you. But I did, I, but and, I feel and like wine, I shouldn't have to. I, typically, wine at a restaurant, I mean, we know that the prices can vary widely. Upcharge game. But I remember of all the groups that I was with, I was with NFL, college football, and Major League Baseball for a while. Um, the baseball was the worst because those guys, Nomar Garcia Parra was a sommelier. Oh, boy. Now, what is a sommelier? A wine expert. A wine connoisseur. Oh. So I remember one dinner where. It means expensive. That's and, what and, it means. It does. <laughs> and my red flags were going off when he was like, you a wine guy? I'm like, no. He goes, okay, so I'm going to educate you. Oh. So he says, 
he's talking to the restaurant sommelier about their wine list. Oh. And, and he's, I mean, this dude is a legit, like he can look at the name of something and go, okay, that's going to be a mid nineties from uh, Northern California. And he was picking when he, he said he wanted three bottles for the table. And he pointed to the bottles, and I wasn't looking at the names. I was, I was cross-scanning for the price. Oh, my God. $325. Oh, my God. $350. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Like, how is this going to happen? Because the, ESPN would always, you would always just expense it, everything, right. but not that. You're not paying for $300. No. And, and at the end of it, I'm assuming that he just said, give me the wine bill. Yeah, and he and he took right. care of it. Uh, but like a thousand bucks for three bottles uh, of wine for the table, like uh, that's I no I, I, way I'm like, doing uh, that. Like you know, here's the thing. Like, is there a rule? Like, I do feel like it's a rule. Like, if you go out and one person get it and they got the whole bill, right? Then the next time y'all go out, it is customary that you got to get that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You you got to get that you all. Pay it back. You, yeah. You say you, you can't be just be that's like that's why it all comes out in the wash. Now now here's the thing about drinks too. Now if you you got to wonder if you all been drinking at a bar and you're hanging out with your boys, right? He go back up and get a beer, right? If he gets a beer, then it is customary that you now have to reciprocate yes, the next round. That's right. But you have to have equal or greater value. If he comes with a beer and a shot, you owe him a beer and a shot. Right. So at you minimum. at least that's minimum, yeah, right? Right. And you also you also have to get his straggler friend that just came in. Oh, like you gotta he, get his straggler friend. You gotta straggle him. Kind of do. You, his boy came up. And he been here because you don't want to say you know you don't want to leave him out. Yeah, it's like he's at the table now. That's it. Just Jason's man's. He went to Kent, so <laughs> you just gotta get, you gotta get the, you gotta get him that. Oh. Man. You got to give them that max shot, you know, the BGs and the Kinks and the Akrons. And and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. You might want to exit stage left if they, if the bill's too high. So if Like get sick and you got to leave? Come to think of it, I think G might have been in the bathroom when when, uh, Leroy was paying the bill. No, I, I, oh, you just I, left. I, I left. I was <laughs> right. You just left. I forgot. <laughs> I, you just I, left. Irish, Irish, Irish goodbye. See no, you. I, 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 I him up. Like, yeah, you, that, but Eric Metcalf came in with his peoples. So I said, well. Metcalf look. came in as we were like As leaving. we were yeah, leaving. Yeah, that's so, why I remember you said that. I was like, hey, I'm going to just listen. Because they tried to get me in that. Metcalf was talking that tall. Yeah, we gonna, hey, we out here tonight. But I I'm said. betting that Leroy was like strong arming that he was going to take the chance. Oh, no, he held it down. Yeah. My man held it down. Yeah, now, yeah. He had some lawyers on the left-hand side, and I didn't even, even know. Even Bernie knew not to. Yeah, well, Bernie, Bernie will be quick to pick it up, too. No, but I'm saying, but I think even Bernie knew that Leroy's paying. That's but he was with yeah, this maybe. golfer, though. Like, I, like we, right, we, we, Bernie we, brought his buddy. Did you guys sit at the table front corner, like, at the window? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's Leroy's spot. Yeah. And they treat Leroy like he's family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, it was great. I, I get it. Great. I get it. I'm guessing they give him a great deal. I'm sure they probably so. don't charge him for the alcohol, oh, which wow. is where all the big money is, like the markup is. Yeah. So, we spent a lot on food, though. We all got steaks. Yeah, and, and the food there is, it can be pricey. I bet you Duffner, by the way, that whole group, Duffner's probably got the most money. Probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, he, looked, you, he, Leroy, looked like, he sat like right next to me, it was a, And he was regular as he hell. He looked like he was like wearing, like he was, he was not cool dressed as, up was, nice or anything. He was cool like, as hell. He has a couple he of He was nice really stories. chill. Good. I'm like, how did Leroy know? Yeah, Leroy held it down. But listen, there was no options in that, bro. What's the biggest food bill you've ever seen? I just had it yesterday. You did? Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you have? Man, I went to like Fleming's, right? 
Okay. And, and so here's the thing, like, I don't make my mom and dad pay for like <clears throat> food. So that wasn't cool. I got my wife and I was with two other. It was it was uh, another guy. Branson was with me and Dave. He were he's at uh, he works at McKinley as like the film director there. Okay. And so I was there. Man, it wasn't it wasn't crazy crazy, but it was like it's a lot of people. It was that six people. So now you you talk about appetizers, and then when you go to them places, you ain't getting no sides for, with nothing. Now that's ain't this ain't Texas Roadhouse. Right. You go get this a la carte size. I'm thinking like it had to be like 900 or something crazy. But for me, I got an apartment. See y'all. <laughs> Y'all can just invite people over to crib. Nine hundred is like you guys must have seen huge. You might bills. see thousands. I, I've never. I, I mean, I've paid big bills. Yeah. But I, the biggest ones I've seen were in group settings like that. Yeah. But we were talking. You know, I'm talking in some instances. It would be an entire group, like an entire baseball group. <clears throat> trip oh hell no. At the oh, end yeah. of a World oh, Series, hell. where okay, hell tomorrow's no. going to be our dinner. And everybody's in, so it's 30 people, and it's everybody's drinking, right, and right. everybody's having appetizers, right. and all bets are off. And we, I've seen yeah. close to forty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, that's yeah, all no, and that yeah. was, but that was a ton but of liquor. person. I mean, I mean, we had a, probably a three thousand dollar dinner in Vegas. Yeah, um, that's probably the biggest that I that was with the athletic. I, we I, had when when we were still venture capital before we were New York Times. <laughs> yeah. Venture capital Those money. Those days are yeah. gone, right? Those days are long gone. Yeah. I went to it. Believe it or not, there is this, I think it's called Bear. The, the name doesn't matter because it's not anywhere near here. There's a steakhouse in upstate New York in literally the middle of nowhere. It's like somewhere between Albany and Syracuse in some small town I can't even think of in the middle of nowhere. So I was li- living in Utica, New York at the time. This is early 2000s and my buddy Kevin was with his wife and his sister and his kids and they were going to Cooperstown and they're like he calls me up and he goes you got to meet me at this restaurant it's in the middle of nowhere some small rinky ding town we this is supposedly the best steakhouse ever wow. you know blah, blah. See, my sister told me about it blah. okay so we're in this rinky ding town it's so so Kevin uh, his wife and his family, they're all they're all black. I'm the only white guy. We walk in the restaurant. They're the only black people in the restaurant. We're in some small town. And I'm like, are we sure this is okay? We like, are we, <laughs> we okay? It. So we he's good? like, he's like, and my friend, and, my, and, and so we go in there. It was the greatest steak I'd ever had in my life. Wow. It, I, again, I, I cannot believe it. You would never believe it. The bill was like $1,500. It was only, we didn't drink at all. It was oh, just wow. for the steaks and the appetizers. It was only four adults. The three other adults besides me were all skinny and kids. <laughs> it, it was a great place, and all the people were extremely nice. 1500 bucks. Okay, my buddy is is the head uh, accountant for the NAACP. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't make anything at that time. I think I was making like eighteen grand a year at that point. He he. I, I see the bill, and I'm like, oh, my God. And he puts his hand on my shoulder. He goes, I got you. And I said, thank God, because even my portion would have been like 250 bucks. Wow. <laughs> that would have been way. Yeah. For but what? that was the biggest bill I ever saw. It was a great, but it turned, I thought, I was like, oh my God, but it turned out to be an incredible experience. For a second, your heart of UCSS yes. is brought to us by College Racing. College Racing, your Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. One <laughs> interesting thing I found out at the Combine, the Cowboys take the media for a party every year to Nobu in Malibu. Wow. The Cowboys go to God. Malibu and spend $50,000 on the media. No Jerry Jones is smart, man. That's nuts. I, I'll tell you. I this, may not like him, but he's smart. Well, that's a smart nuts. move. I, it's nuts. I actually You're buying favorable. And you coverage. know what? Jerry didn't even care. 
Like I was talking to some of the Cowboys people, like he didn't care what you say. His whole thing is just spell my name right. He, he doesn't care. Say but, whatever he, but he's you want. also savvy enough to know that it's a lot harder to stick a knife in somebody. Well, I don't when they think they paid he, a meal. I think he doesn't care if you stick a knife in him. Just so you're talking about him. Just spell my name right. Oh, he does not a, care. I, he may be a terrible GM, which is obviously true, but that's a great attitude to have. We went to because the like, Nobu in, in yeah. Manhattan when uh, when we launched Cold Pizza. Our executive producer said he took all of us there, all of the anchors there for a dinner exclusively, mm-hmm. and he said when we become a hit. I'm going to bring everybody back. And when we hit the, our, like, our, our exceeded, far exceeded our ratings expectations, we went back. Wow. With a big everybody party. Everybody talks about Nobu. It, I'm oh. not, it's, it's a sushi place, right? It is. It, no, no, it's very it's good. It's not sushi, it's but it good. is. We went to first one, of all, it's an experience. We went to the one in San Francisco. It's, it's like the Marble Room. Well, what is it? Is it steak? It's a it's Japanese it's, steakhouse? It's, it's, it's Asian food, seafood, yeah. but it's just the experience. It's well, wait just, a second. You don't eat seafood. No, I don't, but I found things on the menu that I would eat. I do eat. Like they had, they had some chicken, um, a chicken dish that was out of this world. Like, how, how do you do that with chicken? It's chicken. How many Nobu's are there? Do we know? Uh, there I think a lot? six or seven. There's not maybe. many, but it's an incredible no, it's, experience. It is like the mar. It's like the marble room. It's like you're going there. It's a definitely a destination for an anniversary or a yeah. big event. Have you? And ever, there, were, there were celebrities everywhere you looked. What's the, it was insane. What's the place in uh, in wine country? The Napa, Sonoma. No, it's Napa. The table. Um, it's like $7,000 for a meal. Oh, is that the place that... A uh, pantry. Chefs... Uh, God, hang on. I'll find it. Nobody, Wait, nobody are you thinking of the place that Newsom... The <laughs> that uh, Gavin Newsom went to These are high in rollers. San Francisco? Yes. French, laundry. French Laundry. French Laundry. French Laundry. French Laundry. Didn't we have to look it up? Yeah, it. that place. Kevin, I was talking to Kevin Love about it. He said, you have to go just once for the experience. Well, it's like a 10-course meal, but it, it's like $5,000. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Hey. That, that talk about living like in La La. I, I know. Land. He's like, I, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. You gotta Easy go. for you to say, Mr. $30 million a year. <laughs> hey, hey, I told him. Listen. What can they possibly put on your plate? For Nothing. For $500 a bite. But listen, we went, course meal you know, a little. You know why people go there? To say to they be what? seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But the, we went to a place in Napa that was owned by the same chef. It was fantastic, and it was as not the French as French Laundry. Same as French Laundry. Okay, I can't remember the I'm name. Sure, of it was it. just as good. It was and this it snobby was, portion of it the was, show. And, and by the way, <laughs> yeah. Bill, I did lie. That the the biggest check that I ever wrote was twenty one thousand dollars not to get married. By the way, that's a whole thing. Like, <laughs> oh, that's from your yeah, yeah twenty one. Like it was like when you wow, when you do gee. catering, yeah, and then they tell you like that is non refundable. Oh, they're not lying about that non refundableness. And I did that. How crazy. long before the wedding did you cancel? Oh, we was uh, we we got in an argument on the way to my to my mom's house to give my mom the invitations to get to her her sisters and brothers. That was oh, like a you week. weren't there the whole day. It's like a forty minute story. G told us all at uh, the twenty one thousand dollars. I said, nah, you don't like it. weddings off. I don't like that. I don't like your tone right now. You're doing too much. <laughs> I don't like your tone <laughs> wedding, to the point off. that I'm going to write a check for twenty one thousand. They had already had it. We, it was that is the greatest written. food bill ever. Yeah, because that, you didn't even enjoy it. I didn't it. even enjoy That's it. True. Nobody got the food. Like they was like, wow. And man. your caterer got a week in the Caribbean. Yes. If you're smart out there, don't Please. have a massive wedding. Please don't save no. the money for a house. Yeah. Yes, yeah. don't do it. Please. And if you're in Napa, go to Ad Hoc. 
That's the name nobody's of the place. Nobody's going to add. None of, nobody's going to add. Why not? Because they're not hoity-toity like you and Jay. And you got to put like a <laughs> – if you have to put a second mortgage in your house to go to one dinner, it's probably yeah. not No, no, no. This was very reasonable. It's you, uh, you got to hawk your house to go there. No, no, no. Thomas, Kel- <laughs> Thomas Keller's the chef. He's the French laundry oh, guy. Oh, okay. And this place was very reasonable. It was fantastic. We had a great dinner there, is there ad hoc is in, there a in limit Yountville. To how much you pay for a steak? No. Nope. No. You pay, yeah. I think my – There isn't. For me, I think I'm two fifty. Two two fifty. Can I give Can I give a free plug? Two fifty. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The best steak in the area, Strip Steakhouse in Avon. Jojo Jojo's Bar in Chagrin Falls. I gotta go there too. Now, I've never cool. been. Everybody talks about strip. strip. I gotta, I, I, one of these days. Well, 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 well when right you're allowed to eat solid food again, you call I'm me back. I solid food, but not you, steak. You got the lettuce and the grass steak diet. But though is steak. not horrible for it's, it's a lot of protein. Yeah, but not, right now I'm only eating lean protein. There you yeah. go. There you right. go. It is. We had okay. Harry and Izzy's on back-to-back nights. Uh, oh, one I'm of the most bizarre girl. finishes to a baseball game since last week. Because the most bizarre finish we've ever seen, for me anyhow, was the walk-off, strikeout, game ended in a tie. But that's been topped, and we'll talk about that in overtime. We'll see you there. Right after I pee. <laughs> Yellow card. <laughs> Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.